I want him to be Marlon's man. Do y'all know who that is? Is this one of the Wayne's brothers? Mm -hmm. Is that a Wayne's brother? Got a flag. Got a flag. It's all those cold winters, man. They just don't know what to do with themselves. I got a punch and fuck everything. Got a flag. Tell him, got a flag. Time to find cheap, outdated jerseys like the one I'm wearing right. on eBay. Got a flag. Tell him, got a flag. Of the week. One size fits all. What about me? This don't fit on me at all. It's a shame. It's a sin. I don't care. That's the way it's always been. Drop that flag. Pack it in. Tell you something. I just uh, sprayed some of this pumpkin spray. Yeah? Just to give us a, a flavor of the season. It is. We are nearing the end of a, November. A reason for the season. Yeah. So this might be the very first pumpkin spice episode of Ooh. Throw the Flag. Pretty good. Uh, I, after, after two, three weeks of just ho-hum, doldrum football... We were treated to a smorgasbord, smorgasbord, smorgasbord. Football is a veritable smorgasbord, smorgasbord, smorgasbord. That's your Charlotte Webb's reference of oh, the week. Oh, man. Charlotte Webb's reference of the week. Webb. Go, 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 That's some pee. <laughs> Friday, Friday was a, a, a phenomenal day. Can we can we backtrack to Thursday? Please. Oh yeah, tell us about Thursday. Because there was a heck of a brawl Back in the Mississippi State. In the egg ball. In the egg well, ball. Well, if it's the egg ball, you're gonna get into a fist fight. Big old fight. Third third year in a row, I think. Yeah. Both teams, every like player it, got it, the flag. It was unsportsmanlike on everybody. Every single player. Every single player. That's what they announced. Um. Now that was a heck. Uh, the game was a dud. That was the only thing exciting. So. Yeah. I mean, obviously, uh, Ole Miss got a. Got frustrated after giving up like what yeah. thirty five points or yeah. what, uh, whatever the final was. They fired their defensive coordinator after the game. Ooh. Um, well, we know somebody who's on the, the linebackers coach. So yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He, he might, he might uh, move on up. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess like it kind of spells trouble for Matt Luke. They started out five and two, and then they dropped five in a row, and they have been abysmal on defense. Just and this is the first trash. year of his contract. Yeah, this is the first year of his. Not uh, not a great look. No, and for we'll, Luke. We'll am I right? Uh, look for Luke. Yeah, we'll definitely get to that in you know our time. They were going to challenge Alabama because of their weak Alabama's weak secondary. Yeah, yeah, our shitty secondary. Yeah. Um, the NWO. Whack -a whack 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 Total bust. Total Everything bust. about Ole Miss. A hundred yeah. bust. Mm -hmm. A hundred mm -hmm. bust. Hundred bust. <laughs> and that's our double D <laughs> big bust of the week. But, hawk, hawk, look at those hooters. But on the other side of the field, Joe Moorhead uh, took over. Took him to eight to four. Not bad. Not a bad. Not bad. They they played Alabama probably the best of any team. Sure, absolutely. We'll, so, we'll see what he can do without Nick Nick yeah, Fitzgerald. Yeah, wasn't year. a bad debut. Yeah, that'll be a big sort of sign of where things go. Is can he can he go eight wins next year? That's a big question. 
Yeah, and eight wins. Uh, I mean, I guess that'd be yeah, a success. That's pretty but, good. You know, it's pretty good. SEC West. We'll 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 see what yeah. that looks like. Uh, but now let's go into Friday. We'll go into Friday. Uh, my uh, that game, the Oklahoma West Virginia game. Yeah, a lot of points. Friday. I was going to say game of the year. Yeah. Until what happened sure. the day after, but um. I turned it off after it was 31 20, uh, 20, or 35 21 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, with 11 minutes left in the third. I'm like, okay, well, now this is Kyler Murray. Remembered he, he's Kyler Murray, so he's Oklahoma's going to run away, away with it. It'll be, you know, 55 to whatever. I think I turned it off for 45 minutes, and then there were six minutes left in the third. Yeah. That third quarter was about an hour and a half long. Yeah, and when the defenses and when they don't make many stops, and then there's just a whole bunch of passes and points, that's kind of what happens. It stretches out the game. Something like six lead changes in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dana Holgerson knows like he's never going to have it this good again, right? Yeah, I know his name is, is somewhat out there for some jobs like Colorado... If I were him, I would. Dana Holgerson? Yeah, I would maybe consider a... consider leaving because I think you're right. Is it's not even a lateral move. Well, you know, he smoked that weed up in Colorado, man. <laughs> in West Virginia, you they can make smoke you meth like in meth. West Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> but I think you're right. I think if there is a time for him to leave, it's now. He really hit. He really hit the college football world five or six years ago when they put seventy points on Clemson in an Orange Bowl. And then hasn't done a whole lot Wasn't since. Wasn't he just? Was he Rich Rodriguez's OC? He was, and then he got promoted and, okay. and really took yeah. him to like the next level. But it, it it really hasn't. They haven't done much since they've been to the Big Twelve. If there was ever a year to win it, they had this it. Was it. Yeah, they had sure. Oklahoma at home, the last game of the season, to have they were, a chance. They had the lead in the ball in yeah. the fourth quarter. Yeah, and that's that's it. Hankus, did you get a chance to watch the Oklahoma West Virginia game? Sure as shit did, um, <laughs> thanks to Georgia's new hands-free driving laws. That means I got to put my phone on my dashboard, which means I get to watch a lot more football in the car. Can't even have it on um, your lap. Mm-mm. I, I never would have thought about watching football in the car until they said, hey, buddy, you can't hold that phone. I'm like, oh, I can't hold my phone. I got to buy a thing to sit it up here. Then I'm going to watch a little ball. Going to pay for the extra data in my car. Sure. Uh, just hit that Wi-Fi. And as I'm driving back from a night of wrestling in Fort Valley, I'm going to enjoy a little a college football, baby. And man, did I hate it. I mean, I'm just never going. I'm not saying it sucked. I'm not saying. I'm not I'm not on a high horse saying, it ain't ball. I ain't what ball is. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that it is not my style. I don't I don't know if uh, specifically Creel noticed this, but his description of a UCF game, ole, 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 uh-huh. a lot of chanting, a lot of soccer Yeah, but these are salt of the salt of the earth people, though. You know, their their daddy was a coal miner. Yeah. UCF is just sure. like people on the beach, <laughs> you know, grandma and grandpa driving the Cadillac. Uh-huh. West Virginia ain't like that. When they chant, it's for <laughs> real. It's in Central Florida. It's in Central Florida in Orlando. Yeah, but they got a beach there. They're chanting <laughs> they're, their black lungs. Orlando is a landlocked municipality. No, no, no. Disney Beach. Disney Beach. <laughs> <laughs> they truck in sand from the actual yeah, coast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got that money. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, man, again, it was the weirdest. What is this weird new thing where in games where offenses go crazy and score, you know, 
50 points apiece that now it gets so contagious that the defense has to score two. Yeah. You saw the thing last Monday yeah. in that wacky, nutty Big 12 or Pac-12 uh, NFL game. And then there was the same thing here. It, it actually was Oklahoma's defense that was the difference because they themselves scored twice. Yeah, yeah that was crazy because uh, just because of that, I, Oklahoma was playing really well. They didn't need – Not known for their scoring yeah. defense either. Yeah, it was just wacky. Um, well, Oklahoma is going to go to the Big 12 championship in a rematch against Texas. Tejas. Um, I, assuming Alabama wins, assuming Alabama makes it to the playoffs. Sure, yeah. Uh, I will be rooting for Texas, even though I like Oklahoma's head coach a lot more. Um... Uh, gosh, this is this is a struggle for for me because I think if Alabama is the one seed, they should be able to pick who they want to play. Agreed. <laughs> yeah, they should not be forced to play <laughs> me, number four. Give me that Notre Dame. Give, give me Notre Dame. Give me that Notre Dame. <laughs> the unenviable You never know, though. Position. If, if Oklahoma blows out Texas in an actual conference championship sure. and Notre Dame just doesn't has has a bye week, yeah. who knows? Who knows? Oh yeah, I see what you mean. They they could leapfrog Oklahoma to three. They probably won't. They but probably won't. But I guess that's in I the cards. Um, I mean, uh, do y'all think that? Um, do you think that the committee is so um, above board that they never think about matchups either? Oh no, like, they have to. In the scenario that you just described, which is not far fetched, no, and crazy. Um, right, they're not gonna they're they're gonna look at it and say, Oh my god, there's no way we're feeding Notre Dame to Alabama again. We've already seen that but, game and we but don't want to see again, it again. Like that just sets up assuming and by the way, can we talk about Clemson having the quietest number like uh quietest path to the, to yeah. the number two spot? Ain't, ain't no meat on that schedule. But there's like no but, meat. I mean no one's talked about Clemson this entire season. Yeah. Very quiet us. number two. But, but, which is true. Yeah, that is why. I mean, like, after the Kelly Bryant dust settled, everybody just realized the only reason to bring up Clemson is if they blow it. Yeah. Because there shouldn't be – there's nobody within 20 points of them on their schedule. And, I mean, that's essentially what they proved. It's not like they – they treated that schedule how it should have been treated. But when you're at the end of the year and Dan Marino is saying, hey, go to the ACC championship game, <laughs> then, <laughs> I mean, you know that it was a wackadoodle year. In, <laughs> also, also having two teams from that conference in the playoffs is a little aggravating. You mean Clemson and Notre Dame? Yes. Well, Notre Dame is the soft ACC team. Yeah, they're, they're in, but, but they play not. five. Yeah, yeah. they play five games in that conference. Yep. I mean, they're essentially in that conference, and they ha- just so happened they didn't play Clemson this year. And I know that is. Completely luck of the draw. It's just like the years we didn't play Georgia this year in the regular season. You know, we didn't play Florida this year regular season. So I mean, I'm not, I'm not high horsing again. I'm just saying that is something that if this was the SEC, people would be going bonkers about. But quite frankly, there are two ACC are teams undefeated. going to be in this playoff. They are two two undefeated teams. Without without a doubt, without a doubt. I mean, I, I'm not arguing that they shouldn't be in yeah. there. I'm just saying. Let us dis- let us distribute the, the hate. Well, I agree. Played yeah. nobody equally. Yeah, for, uh, for sure. Um, <clears throat> speaking of the ACC, I think I definitely like had Miami as a lock for the playoffs Ooh. at the beginning of this year. Yeah, I had West Virginia too. So <coughs> well, it it's a lot closer than Miami. Yeah. Um, but Miami did beat Pitt. 
but it wasn't it wasn't yeah, enough for Pitt. Pitt not to go to the conference championship. And that, and that and that's so fucking crazy. And that was a, that Pitt could absorb a loss in the last yeah, week of the season. I think Pitt and is seven and five, which is pretty rough. God. That's a bad conference. That's a bad conference. Like, I that might be the worst conference. Out yeah, of it's the Clemson, Power five. and then maybe you put Syracuse as like the second best in like number twenty five. There's nobody between Clemson, and that's a big gap between Clemson and Syracuse. That's bad. Yeah, that's and if Clemson bad. played them again, they beat them by forty because uh, they were on their third yeah. string quarterback. Uh, yeah, in that game. it was Hunter so, oh, yeah. Lawrence's. Yeah. It was it was Kylo Ren's first and start. He got that game, well, he got he was knocked sad. out. He just killed his dad, yeah. and he, uh, you know, spoiler alert for episode one, <laughs> episode seven. Man, they really, yeah. they really ride that horse a lot, don't they? There's a lot of fratricide in that in that in that series of movies. Well, yeah. uh, I mean, you know, Darth Vader killed, chopped off what's his name's hand, yeah. Luke Skywalker. Sure. Then they killed the shit out of him at the end. I mean, it's a space opera. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's You're probably right. a lot of that in, you know, pulling from... Yeah, Barbara Seville, all that shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. In in Italy space, that happens a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Galactic Milan. Um, I thought that's better. That's like the, you took what I did and you improved it. That's a better joke you made. Uh, Friday, I think that was the only game that really hit me on Friday. There were a, a couple other fun games, but nothing like. A well, I mean, there was importance. the. I, I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna say that I did feel very bad for stupid UCF. Uh huh. Here we go. No, I just. I mean, like, I'm. I'm not. I'm not mm-hmm. trying to purport myself to care mm-hmm. about them. But it did bother me when, you know, they came back from commercial. And, again, I was driving, so I wasn't watching super close. Um, but I glanced around, like, who's that hurting? Like, oh, it's the quarterback. Yeah, it's not good. And everybody's in tears. Like, oh, that's shitty. I felt the same way when Francois got hurt last year. Yeah. I just hate when the quarterback gets hurt, especially his legs. It just – like, if, if motherfucker gets blowed up, then, hey, that's going to happen. Yeah. But when you get your you leg broke, I just like feel shit. Um, so, yeah, concussions are fine. It's just got his bell rung. It'll be right so, back. Just UCF twelve and zero for a second consecutive season. Uh, first time it's happened since ninety four ninety five with Nebraska, yeah, or maybe ninety five ninety six. I can't yeah. remember. Um, but the much ballyhooed quarterback Mackenzie Milton Milton uh, third the third Hawaiian quarterback that played for uh, a school south of the Mason Dixon. Got his leg just torn up uh, in, a, in a in a running play, and that happened. And then when they came back from commercial, the commentators were like, "Out of respect, we're not gonna we're not gonna play we're we're not gonna replay this." But it was it was bad. It was gruesome. <laughs> they could not go out of their way enough to tell yeah. us. Even though I, I figured I, at some point I was like, "Just show it to me," because if I hear you say gruesome. I'm gonna go to Twitter. injury one and more time. And you're gonna get hard. I'm gonna figure you're it ne- out. You're gonna need to jerk off too. <laughs> but so after the game, they go to their their post game, and Adnan Burke's like, "All right, so uh, by the way, uh, viewer discretion, but we're gonna show this." Oh yeah. And the, and, the, and, then, and then they just showed it like 20 minutes later on the same channel. Yeah. So I don't know like who's. I guess they didn't want to like add nauseum, replay it from this angle and or then from this nauseum. angle. Yeah, Burke. just. Adnazium Vert. What is his name? Adman? Like AD space? AD. I'm an Adman. One, right. one word. 
One word. A-D-N-A-A-N, I believe. There might be two A's. A-D-N-A-N or A-D-N-A-N? A-Adnan. A-Adnan. a The third Adnan I've known in my life. Really? Yeah, for sure. Fucking world travel. Tell me about it. Check your passport. Notre Dame, USC. I, I didn't get to watch much of it. I was just the the score was popping up on my phone, and that was all I could. Really... I was balls out drunk at a Chili's. Oh, would you get the triple dipper? <laughs> no, I didn't have any food. Two for twenty? No, I had zero food. I ate at a Anaheim Chili. Ah. And then went to Chili's. Ah. And I had the Serrano burger at Anaheim Chili. Is that place any good? I like it. You hate it, but hate you it. apparently you've never hate eaten it. it. Never had it. But you hate it. Yeah, I don't okay. like chili. Uh, they've got a lot of different chilies. And they have burgers. They got burgers. They got dogs. Ugh. They got sides. Well, Wider range of sides. Let's go. Like tots, fries, green beans. Yeah, onion baked rings. Beans. Onion rings. You know, if you get a burger, it comes with your choice of one side. Yeah. And all their sides are like, you know, 150, 250, whatever. And then their onion rings are 550. And you can get those so onion get rings. Those <laughs> O-rings, baby. Get those O-rings. Is it a O-rings. smaller version of the 550, though? Notre, I haven't. I, I didn't oh. get. It. I just got a cup of chili. Gotcha. Notre Dame, USC, twenty four seventeen. USC's uh, final touchdown was kind of a garbage touchdown. So, yeah, true score has that at twenty four to uh, <laughs> twenty four to ten is the true score index mm-hmm, on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was pretty much the last hurdle that we thought would trip up Notre Dame, yeah, but yeah. and it almost did. Like for three quarters, yeah, it like it yeah, might. it was ten nothing at at one point, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, so. And uh, USC has already put out a uh, put out a statement that they are keeping Clay Helton. Yeah, <laughs> and they are not happy. Yeah, I, um, they are accusing Lynn Swan of not knowing what he's doing. Yep. Accusing him of being a lot Swan better at catching the AD and he has no he most certainly no academic congressional candidate rights. Lynn Swan. No wow, academic experience. <laughs> no experience running a, an athletic program. But he's a USC guy, so. He got the nod. And he could catch them balls. He loved to catch them passes. He loved to do some sideline interviews, too. He did love to do those sideline interviews. Fucking loved it. It's a great name, Lin Swan. I can't believe believe the amount of, you know, good for them. Let's let somebody have a chance to build a program. There's a lot of that going on. No, again, and we've talked about it here, and we'll probably talk about it some later today, about, okay, well, who replaces him? And that's fair. But if you do, any of us think that USC is going to get one notch better with Clay Helton at the helm? No, uh, no, I, I don't think so either. Uh, I just think that there's other forces in the Pac-12 South that are going to be uh, better than that, better than USC. Um, Chip Pac-12 Kelly, is such a weird fucking conference. Yeah. You, Utah State is not in the Pac-12. No, but Utah is, and they won the South. And Utah won the South. And Utah State, which if Pac-12, if the Pac ever expands again, then Utah State, who's sitting at they're like yeah, they're really two, good, 11 sure. and yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Anyway, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say that uh, I, I don't think you need to keep him just because two years ago he had an 11-win season, then they won the Rose Bowl, but it's been the regression that is not a good that sign. That was his interim. Yeah. Was, season two, yep, yeah. So it's just not a good look. Um, it's it's apparent that there's no real leadership. There's no president of the university. Lynn Swan is just you know shaking hands and playing golf. So, 
That's just kind of where they are. They're just they're and they're stuck in Greg And that conference is so easy to be had. That's the thing I can't get. Especially past. if like, you are a if legacy you just try. Like USC. Yeah. And yeah. I think that there's other programs. I think UCLA's on the rebound. Chip Kelly, awful start, but finished four and eight. Um and beat USC. Uh Utah is up and coming. Arizona, well, I'll, I'll go with Arizona State over Arizona, but there, there's better programs out there <laughs> but, and, and, that and are if, ready to make the leap. And and honestly, if you are, if you're Clay Helton, if you're at USC, if you're Lynn Swan, if you're just a USC uh, fan that's been there for 30 years, you can't rely on Utah being good than losing their coach. Sure. You can't rely on, you know, other upstart, because UCLA is not just a, a stepping stone for a head coach. Yeah. It's, it's, Chip Kelly, if he's successful there, will be successful sure. there for 10 years. Yeah. Um, I just think that they're stuck in the good old boy <laughs> network that used to dominate Alabama, Alabama football absolutely. of just hiring your own yeah. and upgrading somebody who is a, an assistant coach 100%. to AD absolutely. and just, oh, it'll work because he's, he's been here. He knows he us. He knows it. He knows it. Yeah. And I, that's clearly what's happening with Lin yeah. Swan. Um, Saturday, still on Saturday, the uh, LSU Texas A and M game. I assume that you were you were on the road, and then probably fell asleep. You went to the Alabama Auburn. Yeah, game, so I, say, I had a is, yeah. Traffic was was very bad, and I couldn't yeah. find the game on the radio. So all I was doing was refreshing it on my phone, the little box score thingy. So as I, I was in transit, I forget what the score was at the end of regulation. I think thirty one thirty one or thirty four thirty four, something like that. And so LSU was up at. Uh, up by seven, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and Texas A and M, um, whatever their their the last play of re- uh, regulation, I I think they they threw an incompletion or something like that, and there was either like Hankins, were you watching this? Was it like a, a pass interference call or something like that? It was. Um, I turned it on somewhere right around the time that the world blew up. Down Basically, there. <laughs> there was a, there was a honestly questionable penalty against LSU, wherein it let A and M have another shot. A and M had another shot, and mm-hmm. they tied it up, mm-hmm. and it went to overtime. Mm-hmm. Uh, that game uh, ended but, up in seven overtimes. Yeah, which. I think we've seen once or twice before in his in college football history, mm-hmm. and the highest scoring, uh, at least SEC game. I think it's all time in too history. Now. Seventy-four to seventy-two, Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. Was it was it an interference or was that the interception being overturned that did it? I, I'm, did that play lead directly to the touchdown? I think there was uh, there was a lot going on there that I, I can't I, remember. I think what it was happened before. So they, at some point, Kellen Mond threw what appeared to be an interception, and that's when the Gatorade bath happened. Oh, yeah. Speaking and of, Hankins. everybody thinks it's over. That, rem- that reminds me uh, of the segment that is sweeping the nation. Wait. That, <gasps> oh, that, I forgot about the segment. Yeah, the moment you just mentioned. Well, hit the theme. <laughs> so we are back with... Thanks or turkey of the week. I want to thank you. Uh, oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, Doctor. Uh, so my turkey of the week Duncan. is on the LSU players for doing that premature Gatorade bath. Uh-oh. You wait till there's all zeros and you hear a whistle 
before you dump that Gatorade on your coach. Because can you imagine how sweaty Ed Orgeron was for like the next two and a half hours for the seven overtimes? 90 times? minutes. The overtime and he's got like went. So 90 Gatorade minutes. back here, so itching his neck. And you know he's got one of those neck rolls. Oh, and you know like his back is hairy AF. Oh, well, you know, there's something with that. Oh. And he had to run. Ed Orgeron had to sprint. 50 yards to twice call to call two so timeouts. Very sweaty, so, very yeah, sticky. Yeah, it was bad. It was Total bad turkey move. Turkey. Total turkey move. TTM. Yeah. Also, don't dump Gatorade for beating Texas A&M. Agreed. Come yeah. on, LSU. That was actually better my, than my that. next question because they were number seven yeah. at the time. Was that just on a congrats on the season? I think it was just way to go, coach. You got us to 10 and 2. Well, Here's some Gatorade yeah, and, down your back. They are trying to force this to be a a real rivalry. Um, you know, it's their rivalry week game. Um, Which is I, weird. I, I, is there a trophy? Is there a dumb trophy know. for this game? I don't game? know, but LSU I don't had, think there had is won it. Texas A&M's been in the league for yeah. five years. And A&M's never sure. beat them. <laughs> so it's weird. But with all of that activity, you know, before the game was even in overtime, then at the end of the game, there was some melee afterwards, which is my thanks of the week. It your was thanks of the week is a white kid punching a, it was dude a better in the fight. Face it was a better fight. Please tell me it the, was a better fight than Please Ole tell Miss. me the thanks is Kevin Falk. Please yeah, tell Kevin me Falk. the thank you is Kevin Falk. Uh, it's whoever like punched that guy in the pacemaker. <laughs> Oh my god! If, if you want to end somebody, you go for their weakness. And that dude has you, a weak heart. This thanks are turkey. pulls <laughs> no punches. No. Not unlike that yeah. Texas A&M credentialed staffer. Yeah. Um, that Texas... We keep saying not his name. His name is, I believe, Chip Fisher, as he is Jimbo's nephew. Oh yeah, I, I, I forgot that he was Jimbo's <laughs> nephew. I uh, did not know his name, though. Um, I mean, he looks definitely like a Chip. That is... 100% he looks like a chip, and I think that's his Is name. Is chip short for anything? A chipper? I don't know if that chipping, Chippendale? I don't know. Um, so, chip is short for undeserved arrogance. So, yeah, it's a white country club name. So, in the... Uh, in the... Um, the aftermath, the melee. The aftermath of a seven-overtime game, emotions are running high, everybody's exhausted. Uh, yeah. Of for some reason, a credentialed member of Texas A&M, who turned uh, out to be the, Jimbo Fisher, head coach Jimbo Fisher's nephew, <clears throat> punched the the former LSU <laughs> defensive coordinator that had to step down because of his heart issues mm-hmm. and is now like director of personnel player personnel or, or whatever, and punched him in the not in the heart. In the pacemaker, <laughs> which is weird. Mm-hmm. Was it an external sort of thing that, I don't know that how those some people work. have? I probably it. will in the next ten years, but yeah. I don't like. I don't know how those work right now. Um, I think it was inside. He said it felt like it ripped something in there. And then former LSU running back, the only pacemaker I respect, plays. You'll never walk alone, <laughs> Jerry and the. But but I will say is uh, I know we were all, earlier oh, we'd mentioned that this wasn't much of a rivalry. Well, there's some gasoline, boys. There's sure gasoline. Now, Seven boys. overtime game plus a melee. Did you see the video of his the nephew running up to Jimbo, 
like going into the He's tunnel. telling him, I got a hurdy. That man did a hurdy on oh. me. J- Jimbo's like walking into like into the tunnel, like, yeah, oh my god, I can't believe it. Like this is and crazy. Then, like this guy whispers, and then, like, and then his his nephew runs up trouble. to him and he's like, hey, I just fucking like punched an old man <laughs> in the heart. Oh, well, <laughs> and I, I think, and, and I think Jimbo box. says, I think Jimbo says, I, you can't tell what the nephew is saying, but it looks like Jimbo says, what number? Like he thought he got into it with a player. Yeah, and ah. then and then in the post game. <laughs> press conference jimbo basically said i didn't i didn't know about anything sure and i don't know if, if, if <laughs> there's that a lot going i on. didn't know about it until my nephew told sure. me or this is the first i'm hearing about it. well probably a little bit of both yeah. he was walking around but this <clears throat> if if uh the dude had died that would have been eerie because i was predicting a death all oh preseason. that was probably oh, as close so as we got so close um <laughs> the reaper's vengeance is chip fisher do you know who they are giving credit for starting the whole shit? Uh, is it one of Jimbo's little boys? Yeah, I don't like. It is not. Why did the nephew punch an old man in the heart? It is know. one former Auburn Tiger, Damian Craig, who is getting the blame for starting the whole. D a y u m e i n u m i n e Craig. The one very same apparently, and again, this is internet reporting. I so cannot it's true. verify this. Oh, it's I, true. It was not so on it's true. Scene, it's 100% true. But I saw it a lot of times. Um, uh, Craig was on the LSU staff, was fired by Orgeron, is now on the A&M staff. And after the game, you know, he's just barking it up, talking a little shit, talking a little shit. And pacemaker, Jerry and the pacemaker says, all right, Damien, that's enough of that. You won the game. Take it on inside. And then Chip Fisher's is like, fuck this shit. That's my N D Craig over there. I'm fixing to lay hands on you, uh, Megatron. And he fucking gives him a two-piece right in his old metal heart to see if he does indeed have mm. one. The wizard said, you don't have a heart. And that's what started the whole shit. Well, definitely the thanks of the week. Which sadly... Old number 16. Which sadly might, I guess, is our last chapter in it because next... Like we're three days away. No, this away. is an all year round thing. Oh, I, I, for December, have... for December, I was gonna do the Grinch of the week and the That's present fine. of the week. You can call it whatever you want. Okay. Every week you don't have it, I'm gonna have a stump crew. Okay, that well, is that is my. That I gotta is think my of promise. other themes because once we're after Christmas, I guess like January will be like Martin Luther King's dream of the week oh. or nightmare of the week. So dream good. slash nightmare. This is so this is the dream or the balcony of Whoa. the week. Fuck. Whoa. <laughs> Just want to point Fuck. out, folks, it was Matt Hankins who made that joke before you guys even start. Dude, it was Hankins who made Hankins, that joke. This podcast making is one-sixth okay. black. I don't know that we can take that on. Well, for February, I'll do, like, Cupid's Arrow or Heart Heartache. You can do, you can do Valentine or Heartbreak. heartbreak. Yeah, something, yeah. yeah, yeah sure, sure. March will be, like, St. Patrick's Day. Shamrock or Shamcock of the week. Yeah. April will be, like, April showers. <laughs> April, April Fools or April's... Flower, Ghouls. something. Ghouls. May we could do like Memorial Day and like forget it, you know, forget it or remember it. <laughs> Hashtag never forget. Hashtag always forget. June, Father's Day, and I wish Bastards I had a <laughs> Father's Day Bastards Day. That's pretty good. July, July firework or dud, something like yeah, that. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. August, M eighty or M Grady. Yeah, August. Oh, there's no, there's nothing in August. It's my birthday, so it's 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 a lame month. So we'll give you that pass. 
Oh, okay. That's a... Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then September, like, Columbus Day, Discovery... <laughs> no, that's oh, October. Yeah. Uh, murder, a bunch of... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> La- oh, Labor Day oh. or... What's the opposite of labor? Uh, inducement? <laughs> lazy. Labor Day or Lazy Day. Okay. Labor Day or Lazy yeah, Day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Then October can be the tree, trick or treat. Then yeah, we're back tri- around. Yeah, full tri- circle. Tri- full tri- circle. Yeah, 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 for sure. Okay. But um, that was the last turkey. And then we're right back to fucking yeah, turkey. Yeah, I can't wait. I cannot wait. Um, like 48 weeks away from here in the theme. So Texas A&M beat LSU 74 to 72. Let me read you the two most recent Texas A&M and LSU basketball scores. Yeah. Let me let me take a guess. I'm going to say that uh, 56 to 48 is one <laughs> and 62 to uh, 51 actually, is another. Actually, that's exactly what I would say, but they're not that far away. Uh, LSU most recently beat Texas A&M 77 to 65, <laughs> which is 142 points. <laughs> On Saturday, Texas A&M and, and, and LSU combined for 146 points. And then uh, previously, LSU beat Texas A&M 69-68. Wow. There was a guy, um, there was a, a Big 12 reporter who had called in to the late uh, SiriusXM college football wrap-up show. Yeah. And he was doing it tongue-in-cheek. And I, I get it. But... He kept saying, I mean, no, whenever the Big 12 scores like this, everybody says defense is dead. Never mentioned once that seven it was seven overtimes. overtimes. Yeah. It was 31-31 at the – at the, Yeah, at yes. the regulation. So, yeah, that's that's just poor. I think only one of those seven overtimes there was a field goal. Like the field goal tightened mm-hmm. up. Yeah. And those defenses yep. just got gassed, man. Just, All right. We, we, we got, we, yeah, they were just I guess we can gassed, save them. And Courtney Davis and Rodgers were just – I mean, they were running butt-naked wide yeah. open. And when they weren't butt-naked wide open, they were just literally taller than yep. everyone. We can put a put – this is something to talk about in the offseason, like how to improve overtime because, I mean, it's sort of exciting a seven-overtime game, but then again, it's not – you know what I mean? Cause oh, I'm gonna hear. I was depressed. You, I found it I, not exciting I wanted it at keep all. Going. It, I loved it. I, loved, I was again <laughs> really pre. I was pre blackout drunk at a Chili's. Sure. Well, I, my suggestion would be like every every overtime you go back five yards instead of starting at the. Ooh, you know, I like just that. something. I like that. Something. I like that a lot. Yeah. It 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 did get a little cumbersome there around the fourth overtime. Like seven Mary three. Mm-hmm. That's good. Um, by the way, speaking of rules, I know I know we got to move on, but uh, the upcoming non XFL uh, spring league team, sure, yeah, no kickoffs. Uh, you start you, you start at you start at your own twenty five, uh, and if if uh, you want to do an onside kick, uh-huh. you have one play to get ten yards at your own thirty five. And if you don't convert, then they get the ball right there. Yeah, well, wherever it is, if sure. you gain eight, yeah, maybe yeah. they get it at the forty three. Whatever, yeah, it's not bad. Love it. Uh, Mich- uh, we probably should spend a little time in the next few weeks on the. Uh, on at least the names and logos. Oh, let's do that. XFL. We can do that. Oh, we we have we have we have plenty of time. Um, yeah, yeah, we have plenty of times in the in the off season. Um, I do want to move up rating the coaches to 
like a January, Beginning. like right right have after we the, done it? shit. Right after the we better start writing some much. coaches. We might have to wait, yeah, <laughs> because I think they're gonna. I don't think there's gonna we'll be have some to wait coaches. to rate. Well, well, sadly, I I think this game is on your docket. But Illinois and Northwestern had their annual rivalry game, which Illinois lost to Illinois go to lost four and eight. Four and eight, mm-hmm. as predicted by you. Not only did Illinois not. Fire. Oh, they retained his services. Not only did they just say, hey, we're going to see how next season goes. Illinois extended Lovey Smith's contract by two years. Which on our scale is a four, right? That's a four. That's a four extend the contract, which is blasphemy to me. And their their whole thinking is, we got to let him build it. It was bad when he got here. He's got to build it back up. But it's like, dude, they they were five and seven before he came. Seven seven wins in three years. Yeah. I just want to say, ain't that America where a man can earn what he gets? If I have a, if I have a two hundred percent increase, yeah, but you brought that upon yourself. That's what I don't get. They were two and ten because of him, and then they improved to four and eight in spite of him. And we were almost six and six. They weren't even close, Hankins. None of those. I mean, some of those true. We were. We lost by a touchdown against Northwestern. Um, the USF game could have gone the other way, should have gone the other way. Right there, you give us those two, and bada bing, bada boom, somebody's sending me to sunny Washington, well, D.C. to eat some Korean chicken well, I am not going to extend this bowl game invitation another two years. Oh, I am not doing free. that. I had no, a whole thing no, ready. No. I had a whole it thing. It is off the table. I was ready table. to put it all on the line. Are we going to do double or – can we do some double or nothing so you have some skin in the game? Well, that is, you're exactly right. Well, um, you I pick, was going to you say you pick a team that you dislike, and it doesn't have to be Purdue because Purdue is actually pretty good. Um, <laughs> another, I was going to say free that we're going to put some skin on this side piece game. Ooh. That I would take Illinois uh-huh. to be bowl eligible next okay. year, and it, that if I win, I go to the bowl game. If I don't go to the bowl game, and your side piece is eligible. Then I have to foot the bill for you to go to that ball game. Well, this, the the only problem with that is when I pick a side piece team, it's usually somebody that's respectable that that probably made a bowl game, like somebody that went seven and five or eight and four. Wait, was Illinois Hankins side piece? No, team? no, no. But okay. he was saying we were what we were discussing is uh, that I I said I was going to take my this bowl game thing off the table for the next two years just out of disgust for in protest of what the University of Illinois did. Um, I don't want to be a part of this anymore. It's no longer fun. <laughs> no, no, I'll, no. I'll, I'll tell you. If Illinois, but Hankins was trying to sweeten the deal by saying that if I get to pick a team and if they make a bowl game, he would, you know, fit the bill or whatever. Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't. I'm not worried about it because I have complete faith that uh, the Illinois, that the Illini are going to a bowl. I, so if, if next if, year, if the I'm in, I go. I'm in. I'm in. I don't know what their schedule is, I'm but in. they play nine Big Ten games. They would have to go three and six. And then win three out of four non-conference. I, I still don't assuming see that it. one of their non-conference Cake is not like Stanford. Okay, yeah. we we got to move on. Sure, sure. Uh, <laughs> Michigan, Ohio State. Uh, something that we all thought would actually be a good game. Not me. I think I said on this podcast it won't be close. 
Yeah, there was a lot of Michigan love outside of this podcast. Everyone was all about Jim Harbaugh and that defense. The number one defense in the country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when you play Rutgers two times a week. <laughs> you can By the way, it. how does Michigan get away with playing Rutgers twice a week? I don't know. That's how they built up that 10-1 and record. Ooh, That's how they built up that 20-1 and record. Yeah. Ooh. Can I, look, look, I, just, I promise you I'm going to let it go after this. I promise you I'm going to let it go. I promise you. Akron Zips week one. Worst defense in the history of college football, UConn week two. True. Eastern Michigan week three. Those were Michigan's first three games of the season? No, no, no. These are Illinois' games next oh. year. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> but but, Please a, go back but to Ak- Akron still has Terry Bowden, and I think – I like. Yeah, he is, and he's like six hundred pounds. We get that game in Champagne. He is really like six hundred pounds. You don't come in Champagne. You don't come to Champagne. No, I've heard of a stripper. I've heard of a stripper named Champagne, and you definitely come in her. (laughs) And everybody wins. Um, so (laughs) a, a coaching call that I thought was questionable. Which, which I think speaks volumes about the kind of coach that Jim Harbaugh is. It was... Your favorite coach. It was, I think, 27 to 13. 28 to 13. Something like that. Anyway. <clears throat> uh, Ohio State muffed the punt with like a minute left in the yeah, first yeah, half. yeah, yeah. Michigan took over, immediately scored a touchdown, and they were down by eight. And so they went. And so they <laughs> started went, chasing those points. And, and yeah. Started chasing, chasing those points, points with 31 right minutes there. left in the game. Yeah. And it's like, man. He started chasing points. And at that point, he had scored two touchdowns in what? Like 25 seconds or something yeah, like that? He did. And. Because it, was, it wasn't a punt, it was the kickoff. They you moved. have no idea. And I think I've, I first learned this from you. Like, yeah. It's too early to go for two. You don't go for two until they're at the, at, for, at the earliest quarter. eight minutes left sure. in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Like, you don't know what the how the fours and the threes are going to work yeah. out in, in, in the next quarter. <laughs> the X's and the O's and the Jimmy's and the like, Joe's. What are you doing? Like, are you playing a video game, Jim Harbaugh? Like. <laughs> no. I I mean I, I I turned it off. I checked I, I checked thirty minutes later to make sure it wasn't another uh, o- Oklahoma West Virginia. But I just uh, Jim Harbaugh like that 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 was the that was the breaking point for me. I'm no longer a Jim Harbaugh fan. I don't know if here's I mean Michigan Michigan. If I'm a Michigan fan, I'm gonna be I'm gonna give him a B plus because on his. On this season, sure. Not I mean, ten and two is pretty good. And his uh, um, his revenge tour, he yeah. beat three out of four teams. Yeah, last but year, this is but... the same criticism I have for Lovey Smith. Is like the reason you're on a revenge tour is because you, you sucked last, last year. So yeah. don't yeah, give me this yeah, thing. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I agree. What do you think it would take for a coach at Alabama or Auburn or Texas or uh, Oklahoma? Um, or uh, Florida, Florida State, maybe even two, to lose four straight games to that rival and keep their job. Uh, that's a good question uh, because it's an excellent question. And let's be clear, Michigan is the winningest program in college football history. Sure, and they won ten games this year. 
Um, and they... But the egg on the face, because this was... Is... No, th- that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, as the winning is program. Sure. And as... Uh, I, I this, just don't this know, was, man. This you... is not a great Ohio State team, by all accounts. No. Uh, it's a very talented yes. one who played the best That's game true. they've played all they, year. They ran into a buzzsaw, sure. but still. Best, yeah, absolutely. I'm here to tell you the reason he went for two that early, as much as I'd like it to say it's because he's a dumb dummy, it's not because he's a dumb dummy. It's because he knew he was beat. He knew that his team had no shot, and there was nothing he could tell them at halftime to give them a shot. Because Ohio State was not rolling out the uh, Gus Malzahn secret plays that I thought were coming. It was pretty simple uh, what they were doing. They were dragging receivers across the middle and being faster than Michigan. And then on the other side of the ball, they were just saying, wait, wait, Shea Patterson's the quarterback. Yeah. We just got to hang around. Yeah, exactly. um, they, they knew they were fraudulent all year. They played two good teams on their schedule. They lost to one in the first week, and then they got embarrassed by the other one um, in the last week. This thing has got to be over or – then Michigan's telling us what they are. I don't want to hear any more about this rivalry if Jim Harbaugh still has a job next week because guess what? None of those other places that they claim to be in the league with, ask Bill Curry what happens when you're really good against everybody but Auburn. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, 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 and I got to tell you, like, the, the pregame uh, with that, I was listening to uh, game day on the radio. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um Desmond Howard saying that he played for Bo Beckler. Is he wrong or is he just super old? Because uh, <laughs> I think Desmond Howard only played for Lloyd Carr. I don't. I don't know. He might have been he a might freshman have been like under Bo Schembechler. Eighty-nine, maybe, maybe, um, yeah. maybe. But just just the pregame uh, having Beckler and Woody Hayes, like the back the back and forth, and 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 then just like that juxtap- juxtaposition between. Urban Meyer, a apologist for assault, but he's won some na- some national championships. And a Three headache of them. away from sure. quitting. Yeah, and then Jim Harbaugh, who's just kind of like a cartoon. He went to a Super Bowl. It's everyone gets hard about that. <laughs> it's yeah, real hard. Somebody's always talking about his NFC Championship trophy. He went to the NFC Championship three times in a row, three years in a row. Um, he ain't got no ring though, Sean. And that's what this podcast is about. Dim rings. NFC, right? Right. That, that ain't but, but, a but ring. No, no, no. So, so, so I'm saying, that's what sure. I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Were they... <laughs> yeah, now. Were they, He's saying it now. Were they you. trying to, like, say, like, look at... like? Because there it, are some talking heads who, who like to put that rivalry above everything else. So they're trying to, yes. to build it up to make people accept it. Like, if I tell you this narrative, then you will accept how this awful, narrative. how awful these two... Not bad, like, winning. Sure. Obviously, Urban Meyer has sure. multiple yeah. national championships, but, like, he's, he's well, a horrible I mean, human part being, of that, so is Jim Harbaugh. Like, that's fair. Th- th- not to the be, whole thing with, with not to be Hayes, Captain Obvious and the over-explainer, but part of that is this is Fox's flagship game. Yeah, sure. So they've got to, you know, they've got to really pour the gas on it. Evident in how hard, and as, as all three of us said right here on this show, that by the end of the year – it would be the Urban Meyer redemption story of look at all the adversity these Buckeyes have faced. That's what we. That is about. what yeah. it started to Minus become. The Purdue game. Um, yeah. <laughs> right, but it was look at what they've overcome. And no, Gus was not. I don't think Gus Johnson was trying to apologize for you know the the woman abuse by that crazy maniac. But they did play Sistgate up a whole lot. 
He's got a cyst that is leaking down into the base of his spine. It has caused him to grow a tail and devil's horns. It is terrible what has happened to this man. He's high as hell all um, the time. He's high as Very shit, but I'll say this. Too. There's one thing that son of a bitch ain't forgot, and that's how to kick the shit out of Jim <laughs> Harbaugh. True. And for that, Urban Meyer... <laughs> I salute you. Hasn't it? It's been like 11 years or something, or seven it's years? It's something like 14 out of 15 and a bunch it in a row. It predates Harbaugh's yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. It Imagine does. hiring it does. a Super Bowl attending head mm-hmm. coach mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and not beating your main rival once in four years. It's not a good look. Like we we kind of knew that Saban was not going to beat Auburn in two thousand seven. Yeah, sometimes you just can't. It's just not your year. And but you still, you, you can turn the tide, and that's what I guess a lot of people yeah. thought would happen is when you do break a streak like that, you win like thirty six nothing, like Alabama did against Auburn in two thousand eight. Yeah, when you break the streak, you really break it down. Florida, and Florida did that to forty nine to nothing a couple years. Yeah, later. Florida did that to Florida State this past week, and they lost like five in a row, and they yeah. won forty one fourteen. So it's just like sometimes you're due, and now you got to think, are we ever due? And I mean, how many how many coaches did Auburn beat? In the Iron Bowl streak when they won six in a row? Uh, let's see. Started with Francione, then Mike Shula, and then Nick Saban. So, yeah, started in 0- Three. 02. Yeah. Three motherfuckers yeah. they beat out of six games. Ohio State has beaten one dude four games straight. Yeah. But that kind of gets you, just... and this will lead us into the, the, the fifth game that I, that I really – do you guys have any other, like, big games other nah, than the Iron Bowl it. that you want to talk about? Yeah. Um, I want to mention two things, and I'll do it after after you're okay. done with what you're saying. Like you know, if if I don't think Michigan's anywhere near firing Harbaugh, but they should but, be. But it, assuming that Hankins is the AD, and it's not whatever white version <laughs> of Lynn Swan is mm-hmm. in, in Ann Arbor, sure. Like I don't understand, like who are you going to hire? If if not Bob Stoops. Yeah. And why would Bob Stoops come back unless he's a video game player and quit Oklahoma at pretty much the height of sure. what they were mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then move on. Uh, move on to a lesser a lesser team, albeit, you know, uh, a traditional power. Um and the reason why that's a segue into Alabama Auburn, there have been rumblings here as of Monday night, so the afternoon of November twenty sixth, two thousand eighteen. Yeah. That, <clears throat> despite people saying that not only Gus Malzahn but no SEC coach is going to lose their job this year, that uh, rich people, board of directors, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, et cetera. they're they're working the phones to see to gauge interest and whatnot. And there are rumors that they wanna get throw all the money in the world at Bob Stoops. But they just spent one twentieth of a billion dollars yeah. on Gus Malzon last year. Yeah, uh and, and I get it. Last year they're they were kind of between put between a rock and a hard place. The dude had just beaten two number one teams in three weeks lost the SEC championship um Arkansas was knocking at the door and so they had to make the calls like stick with Gus or let him go and people were like well he did beat Alabama and Georgia so they they stuck with him 
Yeah. And now I th- and Arkansas wanted to throw seventy million dollars yeah. at him. I think that they still have to stick with him. It's way too much money to cut ties. And I don't care if Tim Cook from Apple is going to fit the bill. That is a ton of money to I pay. I don't think that's actually going to happen. But because they got to, not only do they have to get rid of him, they got to offer whoever it is to come a zillion more dollars because you don't want to be in a year Auburn if he goes six and six that they want to cut you next. If I'm Auburn, if I'm Auburn, I want to make my new head coach's first year the hard one. Sure. Which is an even year. Yeah. Gus Malzahn has everybody, or no, wait. Well, Jared Stidham won't be there next year. Well, I I mean. Oh, gotcha, I gotcha. So, actually, which is an odd year. Sure. So, I, I, I think that, like, next year is too soon to, 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 pull, to pull the cord on it. Maybe in, like, three years. Yeah. That's what I think, too, is... Uh, three years, I, that buyout's going to go way down. I, I think with his track record, you know that he will always get to get you to a bowl game. That, that's a starting point. That, that's the floor, is 6-6, six and 7-5. Six, yeah. and five. Yeah. The ceiling, on the other hand, is... When he hits, a national championship. it is a national championship run. So he's been there. National what? championship attendant. Attendant. So he's been there five years. <sighs> had them at the game once. Had them knocking on the door another time. That's not bad. Two and four against Alabama. Yeah, that that's not bad. To two out of <clears throat> one out of every three years, you have a really just spectacular. But again, run. is that what Auburn wants to be? Um, you I know, think in in the context of the SEC, SEC West, where it is right now, you have to take that with knowing that Alabama, the other two years, is just going to blow everyone out the door. What do you think, Hankins? Is that is that realistic, or is that just us being crimson colored glasses, just saying keep this guy because we think he's a joke? I understand how they must feel. No matter what Alabama is, you ain't ready. To get 51 hung on you by the team from the 52. other part of the state. 52-21. We'd be, we'd be in the same. We'd be saying the same thing if it was us. You just that doesn't happen in this series. You don't get that done to you. So I understand why their gut reaction is is to be that, and they also know that long term Gus is not Nick Saban. Gus is not Urban Meyer. Gus is not. Gus is probably not Jimbo Fisher. Um, they know that. Um, so I understand why you would think, what are we waiting on? Why are we going to be behind, you know, Chad Morris, who's got another couple years to get it going in Arkansas if he can. Why are we going to be behind Jimbo with another two years at Texas A&M? You know, pull the trigger now and let's get the bleeding out of the way. Um, because guess what? Alabama's going to be the same team next year. They're probably going to do this to us again. Um because guess who the fuck's gonna play quarterback at Auburn next year? Uh, the thing Gus Malzahn has know. not I, done. Yeah, well, uh, right. Thing I I, I don't thing, think Stidham's gonna go though. And we we can talk about this yeah, in the yeah. off season, but I I would be shocked if Stidham left. Well, yeah. I'd be shocked if he stayed. What the fuck are you staying he ain't for? Gonna make no money in the pros with the fucking year he had. You got a <laughs> bear and you got a uh, Drew Lock. Jared Stidham has got the thing that that can get you to be a quarterback in the NFL is he looks the part. He can make the throws. Um, he's a, he can do it at pro day. I'm not saying he's going to leave or stay. I'm just saying that what have they done to make him, why would he consider staying given what this team was this year? And even if they make improvements, what are you improving to all that being said, yeah. 
I don't think they're going to fire Gus Malzahn. Uh, I don't think so either. Now, I don't think so either. Fucking crazy to do. Yeah. I'll say this. Bob Stoops has said, I didn't know Auburn had a job open. I haven't talked to anybody from Auburn. haven't met with anybody from Auburn, nor am I set to talk to anybody. It's just foolish speculation that is just thrown out and has no basis to it. Seriously, when are y'all going to get it? You listen to these things that aren't true. That's what is it this is. All this still is ridiculous. Bob Stoops talking, or is this? Yes, this is ridiculous. People are listening to stuff that just isn't there. It's just a bunch of people reporting rumors and are totally clueless and just make up news. Just, that isn't that's true. That's just a long tweet. That sounds like what every coach says right before it is announced that they take a job. Well, I, Nick I think said. it's the plausible deniability. Like, he hasn't met with Auburn directly, but his agent or his agent's agent. Just, and somehow Bobby Petrino's involved. Yeah, and there's some airplane going from Norman to Montgomery tomorrow. People are already trying to track it, so. Uh, speaking of coaching changes, uh, some reporter asked Mike Leach if he would ever go back to Texas Tech with Ooh. Cliff. Yeah, that was great. And he said, they didn't pay me when I was there. Yeah, he's, he's tried to By the way, them. Obama's not even a resident of this country. <laughs> he, he's in some I'm a pirate suit. lawyer. Just, yeah, that guy's nuts. That Prove guy's me nuts. wrong. <laughs> All right, well, let's let's get into Alabama-Auburn. Talking Tide. Talking Tide. Iron Bowl 12. <laughs> Iron Bowl 96, Iron Bowl 118, I don't know what year it was. Uh, At least the first half was exactly what we thought it would be. Yeah, Hankins got his close game rocks off. He loves a close game. I said 32-20. I can't remember what I said last week. I think I probably said 14 or so. I can't remember. After two of those uh, Betty Boops at Egan's in Tuscaloosa, yeah. you, you you gave us some some new one, but I, I did the forty eight ten. The new one was pretty damn close. Yeah, yeah actually, your new yeah. one was very close. Yeah. So we just got to feed you some Betty Boops from Egan's in mm-hmm. Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Boops get him right. That's what gets his old third eye woke up. None uh, of those boops get get you woke. But up. yeah, talking about the first <laughs> half, it was uh, just it, it's weird because. I don't know if it's on purpose, but it seems like Alabama holds back, maybe on purpose, and they're saving their plays for the play. second Here, I, don't, I, don't the I don't know. I don't thing. know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Fuck, fuck, I don't know. fuck I don't what know. you two are setting up, okay. first of all. Fuck that. <laughs> but th- this is the year that we have not done this. In the history of Saban's uh, tenure at Alabama, we've always started off slow. Not this year. Yeah. To a well, not Al- the first half of this Alabama year. set a damn record for the tenth game having a touchdown in their opening drive. Sure. Yeah. On Saturday, yeah. two days ago. Yeah. So we don't start off slow. We don't hide anything. I don't know. But sorry. That, that's play. okay. Uh, it was just. It just seemed like everything wasn't crisp. I don't know. But, Crisp like the bad guy from Kindergarten Cop? Yeah. But I will say that Auburn had a <laughs> fairly decent strategy in the first half up until they got the ball back with two and a half minutes and then sat on the ball. They're down 17-14. I think that they should have tried to go for the jugular, but instead it was three three uh, running plays in halftime. You, you did not see this. It was weird that nobody wanted, nobody wanted to go 
No one, uh, no one wanted to take those timeouts more than both coaches. They, w- they were they sitting on those timeouts. Out of I line. agree. Uh-huh. You yeah. can see this uh, like uh, being at the game, mm-hmm. but uh, there were multiple assistant coaches and players basically <laughs> whispering to the coaches, <laughs> calling on Saban yeah. to call timeouts. He's like, you could, you could mouth him. You could hear him yeah. mouthing like, "I know, I know." Yeah, and like, <laughs> get the ball back in the second, in the second. I half, know, man. turn it around, like, baby. Two scores. Um, and uh, that's exactly what happened. I mean, yeah. two two had six total touchdowns, five passing, good. one rushing. Um, wh- when is the uh, when's the Heisman? Is is, is it December eighth? Yeah, the, the, or is it December first? One more week, week after conference champions. Okay, so, week after yeah. conference. Championship. So it's the Army Navy game and, and the Heisman that are night. The same, yes, same one. correct. Um, I just. I am. I am supp- serviceable game in the in, in the championship game, and the Heisman is is yeah, yeah. pretty much the yeah. only you thing that so? can get in his way would be only thing that can get in his way would be a miraculous some some crazy miraculous comeback by Kyler Murray that sort of sweeps everybody up in their palm of their like hand. Like if Kyler Murray struggles. passes for five hundred yards and to a like yeah. plays the entire game and passes for eighty yards or something like that. Yeah, I mean, it would have to be completely out of character yep. stuff, um, or you know, just Bama fatigue. That, but I don't. I think everybody understands that if Tua was on any other team, he would be having, um, he would just have insane numbers, like numbers. Yeah, he'd be playing sixty minutes right now. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, uh, tail of two halves, Alabama, Auburn. Um, yeah. Talking to my brother-in-law before the game, who's an Auburn fan. You know, we talk about on this on this podcast all the time, like move Auburn to the East. Fuck, we'll go to the East. Who cares? Um, but my brother-in-law had probably the best idea that I've never thought of. Let's make this game the first of the the first of the the season every time. Hate it. Oh, hate God. it. Open hate it up. Hate it. Hate Open it. it. Boo. Brother-in-law's crazy yeah, hate person. Him. Hate no, him. Do hate it. Hit. Do hate it. Him. Get it out of the way. <laughs> no. God, no. The only thing worse than having it at the end of the year would be having it at the beginning of the year. Agreed. Cosign. Because no matter what happened, the next thing you happen is, oh, my God, we got to play stupid Auburn. And you know the the chances of somehow that happened? Somehow we'd always have to play it twice. I don't even know how that would happen, but it would somehow happen. <laughs> It would rain one week, and we'd get rained out, and we'd play it again. No, no, God, no. no God, no. Um, Let's just don't have it. Go to the ACC. They'll be glad to have you over there. Oh, they'd love them over there. They'd actually have a team that won more than eight games a year. Um, God. So, But, I mean, it is like I had kind of gotten in the mood where this does not matter. And it still doesn't matter in the way that it once did because both of the programs are much better than they were when it mattered the most. Yeah. You know, when this was all we had to look forward to, this was it. That's not the case anymore. We're all playing for bigger stakes. But like a it did feel really good to kick the shit out of them. It did. It did. And I, and I watched over my friend's house who uh, <clears throat> who is an Auburn fan and uh, still felt so good. I will say that the, the win was pretty good, but... It doesn't match the despair of the loss last year when I went. No, to the game. it is not. The risk reward is not. Even, it's not even close. Like the the level because yeah, it's emotion. expected. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, also, uh, 
am I wrong or does Auburn have a Nigerian player every single year? They always have a Saman Duba who boog boog yeah. Ben Obamanu, there's a there's a dude uh, yesterday like Well I, I think all of us have sort of that thing. We're always gonna have a strangely named white tight end. <laughs> it's just gonna happen. There's gonna be a Hell Hinches S- or Spencer uh, Fastbacher. Uh, or <laughs> that guy who was there a couple years ago who transferred in from Oregon who I can't Jimmy remember. Jimmy Sultan Pepper Sandwich. <laughs> That's always going to happen. Papa's mustache. Of course. Of course Ole Miss is going to lead the league in names with apostrophes. <laughs> Just going to happen. Uh, <laughs> Florida's going to have a guy whose name sounds fast. Just, yeah, they usually have like a Jim happen. Quick or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Swift, Swift. Yeah, Swift, Swift. Kentucky's going to have an actual horse that they try to sneak <laughs> onto the roster. Listen, sir. Sir. Quite a long face. <laughs> it's better whatever I would have thought of. Uh, so, next week is the conference championship. Next freak. Palooza. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, next yeah, freak. we've had a lot of clinching, and now we get to release. <sighs> Every time. Um... So what? Give us the rundown. We'll, we'll we'll throw out some predictions. UCF Memphis. Uh, UCF is as even though they lost their quarterback, I think they'll still squirt it out and win the game. <laughs> I'm gonna say like 31-30. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna say 32-27. But UCF. Yeah, uh, but also tons of squirting. A lot of squirting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Just so much squirting. I'm going to say Penny Hardaway quarterbacks Memphis to a 63-42. Wow. Bold move. Bold move. Wow. Okay. Wait, is – hold on. Are you joking about that he that he played college there, or is Anthony Hardaway is <laughs> – Penny is the – he is the basketball coach at Memphis. Oh, get the hell out of here. Is he really? <laughs> yes. He – wait – Memphis, Memphis replaced John Calipari with Anthony Hardaway. They probably had somebody. Well, they in replaced them. the dude after yeah. John Calipari Get with Anthony hell? Hardaway. I did not know that. Okay, we are old enough that Penny Hardaway is a basketball coach at a D one program. And fun fact: Little Penny is actually the uh, coach of the Orlando NBA DL team. <laughs> wow. And they play no diggity every time the no players diggity. come. <laughs> um. This this is ridiculous, but Ohio State is playing Northwestern for the oh, Big Ten championship. Sixty-two nothing. They they're gonna get they're gonna run it up because they know they need uh, they need they style have to. points. They need style points. It's gonna be sixty-two nothing without a doubt. That's what without they do a doubt. And Urban Meyer is the kind of cat to definitely. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Well, he'll forget that the score is not nothing nothing, and he'll yeah. just have his offense out there. Ooh, the cyst. And you know they've got kind of a dark horse. Uh, they got a bit of a dark horse Heisman. Like they do. They do. They do. So yeah, sixty-two nothing. Not even no doubt in, in my mind. I don't know what the line is the way, on that game, and I don't bet on sports. Gotta talk to you about oof. Ohio State. Hate the head coach for the first time in like what feels like forever. I don't hate anybody on Ohio State, especially because Boza's gone. Mm-mm. Yeah, like Mm-mm. yeah, Dwayne Hask- Haskins seems it's like a cool dude. Redemption seems story, like a baby. Solid dude. The players Damn. have been there despite all this drama. Damn. They've been all in on the team. Uh, pack, pack, whatever. Utah, Washington, seventeen versus sixteen. Uh, for me, it's Washington's gonna win like twenty-seven to seventeen or something yeah. like that. I don't, um, I don't, I don't yeah, believe well, in Utah. Uh, Washington, twenty-four to 
I don't know, 15. Yeah, it feels like a 20 to team. The, the, I'm, I'm going to reverse that. I think Utah's going to win, but I think it's it's going to be a uh, similar score. Yeah, I, I just don't trust the new bloods whenever they're in the championship game. You know, it's like Missouri being and in it's it or just like And it's just like Washington to dick around enough to not matter and then win the yeah. stupid thing and anyways. go to the Rose Bowl. Oh, won the stupid yeah. thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they beat where they will be crushed by Ohio State. They yeah. beat ninth ranked uh, whatever. Uh, Clemson. Pitt. Yeah, but they beat them in a – they figured out the one way to stop that team was to just have it snow a lot yeah. where you, and have Gale and they can't pass. where you can't throw That's the ball another thing on Friday. Like, game. man, what a great fucking – That was a really pretty – hours of football. I man. love a snowy game because especially when it's a downfall like that, it makes oh, it yeah. very pretty. So fun. Yeah. Uh, Clemson Pitt. I mean – Clemson like 50 to 10. They're going to destroy them. I assume, right? Where's the ACC championship game played? Usually, like, in Charlotte or something. Charlotte? Tampa or something. Yeah. It's one of them NFL stadiums that... One of them NFC South teams. Uh, Texas OU. I don't know. I I assume OU will will get revenge and win big. That's 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 the story. Yeah. Um, I just... I don't see... Here's the thing, though. Like, we've seen OU been down multiple times this year. Yeah, the past four or five games, they've given up 40 and points Kyler every Murray, game. And Kyler Murray, who I personally think is a better player. Like, <clears throat> I would not be surprised if two won the Heisman, but Kyler Murray won the They'll Davey O'Brien all that stuff. or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, Maxwell or something. Maxwell. Like, Kyler Murray is the, is the best player in college football. He is the MVP. Asterisk. Bullshit, Asterisk. Though. Asterisk. He might be the MVP, but he ain't the best fucking player. But I mean, he's not the quarterback that Tua is. I just I I don't understand why he's not Kyler Murray sixty minutes a game. Because Tua's Tua for forty five minutes. Then you know exactly. Tua is Tua every time. Kyler Murray becomes Kyler Murray when it is absolutely necessary. So if Ky- absolutely necessary. So if Ky- if if Kyler Murray is Kyler Murray for the first 30 minutes, then the game's over. But if Kyler Murray's Kyler Murray for like minute 31 to 45, yeah. then it's going to be a cool game and maybe Ohio State pulls it out. Oh, but like right. I I I just I don't know what to do with that game. Sure. Yeah. We saw that game. We saw Oklahoma just run up every stat they could, and then it, it just got it got weird. It's a fl- you look at the stats of that game on paper, and there's no way that Texas won it, but they did. They won. Yeah, I just don't see that happening. I don't see how that happens. I agree. I think the, there was um, just too much flukiness, too much. I think Oklahoma's a better team, bar none. I, I I can't respect any team that lost to Ohio State, uh, Oklahoma State. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. Yeah, and they Texas, you know, and and after Texas was back after that game, they lost three games. Yes, they lost. Yeah, and to no one, to, they <sighs> lost to to much less, lesser teams than they beat. I just don't see it happening. I love them, um, but I just don't. I don't see it happening. Not with the not with so much on the line for Oklahoma. All right, here we go. Uh, Bama Georgia SEC championship game rematch of the national championship game. It sounds like. I forgot Terrell Lewis was on our team. <laughs> yep, because he was hard on Linebacker <laughs> tours ACL before the, the season. And he tweeted earlier this, this week, maybe I should just pick up where I left off 
and it was and and he tweeted a picture of him sacking Jake Fromm and yeah, yeah. Um, in overtime flashing the money sign and he practiced this week. So, you know what that means is we can redshirt that boy. We can redshirt him, <laughs> and he gets to get play. You go get the boy. You get the boy. You get him. You get him. You go. Give me some of that. Give me some of that. Give me some of that. That's an impression of an impression of yeah. Funny Man. Uh, <laughs> I mean, between him, if Dylan Moses decides to actually uh, act like the captain of our fucking defense and stop uh, holding, sure. Um, but uh, I mean, I I am not concerned about George's passing game. I'm much more concerned with them running. I they don't know very good. how we. I mean, we 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 have a very good rushing defense. Yes, sure, yeah, yeah. Under a hundred yards yeah. per game. Yeah. We beat them by like ten or twenty yards in every offensive and defensive category. Something's gotta give. In the same way two years ago, Leonard Fournette, we kept him to like twenty seven yeah. yards. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What happens this week? Well, I think there's two things that won't go Alabama's way. The we got fir- two. The fir- well, I guess one one is kind of three things. First of all, the game is essentially a road game. As much as a neutral site it is, that thing is in Atlanta. It's 40 minutes away from Athens. Georgia alums everywhere. Do you think distance matters, or do you think like well, that's, that's because Alabama travels more than like sure fatigue matters. Sure, but Alabama assumes that they're going to play in Dallas. Yeah. Uh, Two weeks after, and is also part of that the time change. We haven't talked about it in a no. long time, but going from Central Time to East Coast Time, it's going to take Alabama as as you know. Alabama's already a slow starting team. Like they won't wake we up to like the NIT this year. They won't wake up to like five minutes in the second quarter. Like that's because of the time change and the slow sure, start. Sure, sure, sure. So those two things are going against Alabama, and the third is special teams. Clear advantage, Georgia. Alabama can't punt. Can't make field goals. I don't know if can't saw, make extra points. I don't know if you realize this, but while you were at the game, there was a stat that was on the screen that I did not <clears throat> that I did not understand uh, realize. Thirty five yards per punt, dead last in college football. Yeah, that's not good. Not good. And that's on top of extra points that can't be made. Eight kicks that can't go in the end zone. Kicks that go out of bounds. Couldn't put one in the end zone. Yeah. And that's the thing. If you have a, a Vander Holyfield son or Ivan Swift. Well, yeah. When when you punt at 30 yards and the guy doesn't have to, like, it's not a sky you, kick. They're, they're, they're going to get a running scar and they're, they're already 15 yards down the field. They're not going to be calling fair catches yeah. next week. So those are three things that go against okay. Alabama's way. But I think in every other category, it leans Alabama. So I think Alabama wins by ten. What happens? Points. What happens when Georgia's defense and Alabama's offense is on the field? Um, it's going to be a lot like I think the most applicable game. It's Georgia's defense is. I don't think they're as good as Mississippi State's, and Mississippi State played Alabama the best. So I think Alabama will be able to score in the thirties, and Georgia will be in the twenties. Okay. So. What about you, Hankins? What do you think? I think that Alabama's best bet is to get this thing into a boat race and just see what happens. Yeah. Because I think y'all picked out the keys to actually the Georgia victory is they are they are they got a lockdown kicker and a mustache. You know, 
old mustache can kick the shit out of that ball. And anything, if it get, if the game gets close, they have the advantage because of that. We have to make uh, much higher difficulty plays to win, win than they do four. if the game is tight. I mean, the game, that's right. Because <laughs> we just don't have the option to kick the damn ball. Um, their, their running backs will be the best we've faced. And our running defense has been good, but it has also looked suspect at times. I'm, I'm throwing out the Citadel because whatever. Yeah. But Auburn ran the ball a little more successful than it probably looks based on the final score. You know, they they had more eight-yard runs than I would like yeah. to see, as did A&M when we played them back forever ago. Um, so it is possible to be run on. Um, I would also be fearful of the screens out of the backfield to those running backs. If you get a lot of pressure up the middle like Alabama's going to try to do, you're going to be susceptible to some screens as well. So, I mean – there, Georgia has certainly the most talent we've played. Luckily, that talent falls in areas that come up against some of our best talent. So I think the exploit is just try to fucking air this thing out. And I, I hate saying that, but just let Tua be Tua, and maybe you jump out and play. You get a you get a seventeen point lead early, and then you just kind of sit so around. You aren't you you aren't saying that we should hold back them cards. We got to lay them out on the table. No, I'm saying all the secret yeah. plays. Run the secret plays out. Whatever we got, I think we can it's, beat Notre Dame with regular. It's been a plays. it's been a while since we we seen Jalen and Tua in the same formation. It's been forever ago. It hasn't been since the Tennessee game. So it's it's gonna it's been a, like a month. So if you're right, mm-hmm. if it's time, this is it. By the way, yeah. Before we before we leave, number one Tua, uh, number one Jalen hater in the world, Creel. Let me ask you this. How did you feel when when Jalen came on his first play? For it was Jalen Waddle. There, there's only been a couple times that I can say that the the volume of the crowd like surpassed what happened when Jalen came in and threw a touchdown. It was it was an amazing feeling, amazing yeah. moment. Like the only times it surpassed it was blocking uh, Terrence Cody blocking the field goal against Tennessee on the last play of the game. game. I was at that game. Wow. And then in 2005, when Wait, which block the, the second the one, second one yeah. that, that ended the game, and then in 2005, when on the first Alabama's first play against Florida, it was a touchdown pass to Tyrone Prothrow. Those oh, are like yeah. the only two plays that I can remember just it being a fever pitch. Really, that that outranked that because it really got it when, was that loud. It was very very loud because people like seeing him there, seeing him because he's a team player. He stuck around, um, you know, for for all. And he the came shit back from an injury, all, all that stuff. Talked. So. Man, it it does make me feel good to see him doing okay, and it I'm kind of proud of how the fan base just sort of wrapped their arms yeah. around him. Like, yeah. dude, we get it. We are from Alabama. We know what it's like. We used to come to have in some second place. We are pants a lot of times to first have some fancy pants asshole upstage you, and you want to quit, but you didn't, and you stayed here. And best of luck to you. I get home it, from work. Call up all my friend, but I mean, it really is just a a fucking a good thing that happened with him, and I I really I hope he lands somewhere next year, um, out of the conference, and I hope he can kick the shit. I hope he can really raise hell. Yeah, uh, did I dream this, or did Saban say like something to the effect that like yeah, he should definitely transfer next year? I'm sure that's it's more or less yeah. probably the. I hope he stays. I think it would be amazing, but oh, I would I certainly love it. Still if Still want him to stay um, as a quarter as a backup quarterback or as a uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I'd love it if he stayed. By the because way, it is an excellent blanket. Yeah. But, by the way, here 100%. is my lock Ooh. of 
2020. Hankins hit the theme. And this year be my Stone Cold Lock of the Century of the Week. Oh, you got a bunch of men locked up in one place. All of them get hard. All of them's haunted. All of them got sexual desires. So what are they going to do? Tucker Viola will not go early. Whoa. He's going to play stay all uh, four uh, years. Next year will not uh, be his last uh, His last year. No, I need a key to unlock that lock. <laughs> Hankins, hit the theme. Unlock. For 2020 is Tua ain't gonna be here no more. Really? Yeah, yeah. Just like Sh- Shaniqua doesn't live here no yeah. more. Higgins hit Shaniqua don't live here no more. 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 Is Shaniqua there? Hell no. I love that song. And just as a treat, Higgins. Uh oh. I've got a remix rewind of Sean's prediction. There will be a tongue of Iloa who starts. It just won't be Tua. Oh, oh no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, shit. No. That's true. That's true. I'm, I'm not trying to be cute. I think he's going to stay he, all four years. Yeah. Okay. Um, and just just to just to head us out in the right right key, Higgins, can we not get sued by Jason Isbell if we go out on uh, something more than free by... That son by... of a bitch tries to sue me. <laughs> that motherfucker <laughs> tries to sue me. Hey, Matt, we, we got to talk real quick, Y'all, we man. sure just, do, Isbel. We sure do got to fucking talk. I tell you what, every time you just, you treat me so well. Every time we, and I'm just, I was such, I know I was such a bad friend to Ryan Adams, but I tell you what, these three Grammys got into my head and we just got to talk, but well, you treat you me so well. When I get home from work. I'll call up all my friends and we'll go bust up something beautiful we'll have to build again. When I get home from work, I'll wrestle off my clothes and leave them right inside the front door. Cause nobody's home to know. You see a hammer finds a nail and a freight train needs a rain. I'm doing what I'm on this earth to do. And I don't thank God why I'm here where it hurts. I'm just lucky to have the work. Sunday morning, I'm too tired to go to church. But I thank God for the work. 
Cause the hammer needs a nail And the poor man's up for sale Guess I'm doing what I'm on this earth Thank God.